It's the Adult in the Room podcast with Victoria Taft. That's me. It is the holiday time at the Adult in the Room podcast. Hi, Victoria Taft with you, of course, the host, your humble host of the Adult in the Room podcast, where we're spending some time in the aftermath of Thanksgiving amid the pots and pans that I still haven't done. And I'm looking forward in this Advent season to Christmas and the celebration of the birth of Christ. So there's lots to think about, lots to be thankful for. And I spoke to Pastor Anatoly Kaluzhny in Ukraine this week. We talk about all kinds of things beyond the the sacred, as we usually do. In fact, this time we talked about, hey, where's all that missing Ukrainian money that we've been giving you guys? Where's the, all the, uh, where's the missile technology going? What's happening there? And he talks about how much money it takes to run his country. And uh, he really doesn't like to talk about politics, and I don't blame him, but we do too talk a little bit about that. And so I got him to, you know, drew him out a little bit about that, which I think is interesting. Now, the good news is that there's much to be thankful for in this Advent season. And uh, what was interesting also was that we had to work around Anatoly's uh, connectivity issues, as you might imagine, since the electricity situation in Kiev, that's what he calls it, Kiev, is being rationed in the winter time there. And, you know, just like what they're doing in the United States, a lot of the, you know, the limited home heating oil and uh, the eastern United States, the lack of gas everywhere, natural gas is being pinched back. And basically, it comes down to government rationing. And the thesis being, hey, don't worry, everybody. We're just killing you to save you. <laughs> Who's this country being around for? What happened there? A couple of things to mention. Okay. So the question authority shirts are a thing. I'll fill you in in the coming days on where you can get yours. Though They will be tasteful. They're not going to be like, question authority and obnoxious. You know, like you can't wear it out kind of a thing because you don't want to get you know, the voodoo uh, pins stuck in your back as you walk along the street. It will be tastefully done. I mean, you can be loud and proud. You can do all that. And that's great. You can do whatever you want. But not everything has to be an affliction t-shirt. Okay, so we can just be low pro in our question authority shirts. So that's what I'm aiming for. Okay. That's what I'm, I'm hoping to do. So anyway, so those are coming forth uh, in the few days, next few days. And here's another update. There's been a second lawsuit filed in the new Oregon gun law that is more un- unconstitutional. Yes. The voters there and they're, uh, are we calling it wisdom? Yeah. V- voted in a law that is even more unconstitutional and more restrictive than was the New York Pistol and Rifle Group and the Bruin decision in the U.S. Supreme Court case. So in the next episode of the Adult in the Room podcast, we're bringing that update because they're going to be in court within hours of my recording this show. So I was out in 35 degree weather today, and I know that's not the coldest thing you've ever done. I've skied and worse. I mean, but I had better equipment. Okay. And uh, so I'm out there today and I'm digging out 
some of the flower beds. I'm getting ready for the upcoming season to get things looking a little bit better in there and make more room for crops, since apparently we're in for more supply chain problems and economic and unemployment problems well into 2025. You can you can look forward to this happening in the next, oh, I don't know, well in two years hence from the state. That's how bad the economy is. I, I talked to some guy, actually it was a woman, I call women guys too, but apparently that's just a me thing. And so I did a story today for PJ Media talking about how the latest job stats are are looking long term pretty bad. And so this person said, I have applied for 600 jobs and I've gotten nothing. I lost my job a few months ago. I've applied for 600 jobs. And this person is, if I'm not mistaken, in uh, recruiting and that sort of thing. And if you're not hiring employees, you don't need a recruiter to hire them. You know what I'm saying? This is not good. The guy, another recruiter that I saw on LinkedIn said that he had not seen it, the, the employment atmosphere, as bad in the past 20 years. So not just high tech and Elon Musk are riffing employees. No, there are a lot of people, a lot of companies who are just thinking they're looking at the upcoming problems in the economy, the current recession or whatever euphemism we're uh, giving it, uh, labeling it now. They are looking at all of those things and going, oh, dang, man, we've got to just salvage as much cash as possible and we got to hold on. And we've got to hold on and probably till 2025. And that's what we're contending with. So I was writing that piece and heard back from those people about that piece. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, there are some really tough times coming ahead for the United States of America. And part of the reason is, of course, we've just put ourselves in a box. I say we, I didn't vote for the guy. But the thing is, is that if you encourage people in elected office to spend freely, they will, and they did. And indeed, they, they are bank, literally bankrupting our country because we're trying to pull Ukraine out of the crapper. And I talk about that with uh, Anatoly coming up in just a little bit. Well, anyway, so I'm thinking to myself, well, individuals really do have to pull together and do the old John F. Kennedy thing. And it's not ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. And I'm beyond that. I'm beyond way beyond that. I'm just saying, you know, you've got to be a woman of God and you've got to be a woman of substance. And so does your husband. And we he's not a woman, by the way. He's a he's man. But um, just say that he's going to be a man of substance. I'll be a woman of substance. And together we will stand firm in the righteous ways as best we can because we can only do what we can do. But one of the things is, I'm, you know, I'm out there in my garden. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I got to grow a lot of food because who knows what's going to happen at the store. I mean, I was just recently, the mystery meat stuff was coming back. My kids were looking for formula for their little babies. Oh, whoops, I hope that, did that break? No, good. Um, and so, I mean, all kinds of things are going on where you really do have to take care of yourself. And there will be people who are just absolutely without, they will not be able to take care of themselves. And for those are the people for whom we have government programs, the rest of us had better learn how to stand on our own two feet. So, so I'm out there in the garden, it's 35 degrees, I already told you this. And I'm trying to clear out the doggone uh, beds. I've got raised beds because I'm a wimp, apparently. But I like raised beds because there aren't as many 
cooties in there. And yeah, I said that. So I'm starting to do it, but it's 35 degrees. I got two pair of gloves on and my fingers are falling off. And I'm thinking, holy moly, it is stinking cold out here. And I concluded three things. One, it's cold. Two, I need better gloves. Three, I want my mommy. But, you know, none of those things available to me. So after 40 or so minutes or whatever, and I um, I, I feel loads of dirt and and I have to you know, remove that from the raised bed so that I can compost all that stuff. So I got a good deal, good soil, you know, you know amendments and all that jazz. And, and I'm going to replant everything come early spring. It's going to be great. We'll have beets. It'll, it'll be fantastic. But anyway, so my body was warm. I know there, there was really a reason for this. I'm, I'm going through all of this because I have something to share with you. And my body was warm because I had warm pants on warm socks on, warm shoes on, but my gloves, absolutely, you know, they were terrible. However, I also subscribe to the walrus, seal, and whale philosophy, which is everyone with me now, plentiful blubber supply uh, layering between the skin and the inside of my body or whatever. I can't remember what you call it, but I'm not a, you know, A&P guy. So don't, don't look to me for any insight of that. Just the, the, the layer of blubber that I keep, keep going to the gym to try to get rid of and in the kitchen. So, and here's what I thought about as I'm standing there in the garden, I'm freezing my tail off and I'm thinking to myself, you are such a wimp. And I thought of George Washington no, I really did. I thought of George Washington. Seriously, I thought of George Washington and his troops during the winter at Valley Forge fighting the British for this idea of a country, not even a real country, no constitution yet, just the idea of a country where men and women came together to swear their honor, and their fortunes to fight for freedom, religious freedom. Whew. So George Washington said, I'm a soldier so that my son can be a farmer so that his son can be a painter. And all I can tell you is we are in a country full of painters right now, and we could use a few more soldiers. And by that, I mean people standing up for their values and the values of this country. I'm not talking about Antifa values. I'm talking about legit values. We live in a country painter. So anyway, freezing fingers in the exurb we call home. And I thought, you are a whip. 1777 Valley Forge. George's troops, in some cases, they had no shoes. You know, you hear about that. Oh, they had rags for shoes. Yeah, no, they really did. They barely got paid. Remember that scene from the life of George Washington where they converge on him, the general, the man, the commander, and they say, we want to be paid. And they hand him a letter and they say, hey, man, we want to be paid. We have sacrificed, sir, and it is time for us to get our recompense. And George Washington, very strategically, but intentionally and with affection, reached for his glasses and said words to the effect that 
I am so sorry. I cannot read your letter because this war has really done a number on my eyes. <laughs> and uh, he says it much more eloquently than that. Boy, read George Washington's biography. Oh, dude was amazing. He didn't think so. He just acted so. And the rest of us may stand in awe at his legacy. Not his slavery legacy, although he let his goes. He had no control over Martha's, so he never let hers goes because they came with her into the marriage. But anyway, that's how that worked. However, he said, I can't read your letter because I can't see. Because this war has deprived me of a lot of my eyesight. And said it in such a fashion that when he looked up, the soldiers around him demanding their pay, demanding their recompense, were crying. Here's a man who used his own fortune to fight for this country before it was a country. And I'm not saying you should go cash out your bank accounts or anything like that, because God knows this country doesn't need more of your money. They're gotten plenty of it. But what I am saying is that you should cash in your moral rectitude and use that to serve your country. So his troops, they were hungry, they were cold, barely got paid, if at all. They were winter soldiers. And the revolutionaries, that would be the real revolutionaries like George Washington at Allen, they were cast to the four winds right now in that 1777 winter because they were fighting the British and the British had them dead to rights and they had to scatter so that they could come together to launch another wave at a later time. So there they were at Valley Forge. And... 20 miles away from Philadelphia and George Washington and his troops sitting in the Pennsylvania ice and they're twiddling their thumbs and they're building fires and they're wondering, okay, what do we do? And you know what George Washington did? Do you know what he did? In the winter with these winter soldiers, he took his command staff, he took his men, and they learned how to be better soldiers. And they learned better techniques and they schooled themselves up in the ways of warfare, in this case, to be more effective against the British so that they could reclaim this country as their own. I say reclaim because the British weren't the first ones there. I mean, the pilgrims were the first ones there um, who met up with, of course, the, what do we call them, First Nations people? Okay, let's not even go there, but from Europe, okay? And so they got smarter. They learned how to better save their unrealized country and their freedom. And they fought for five more years, five more years, whole eight years of, of war. People don't remember that about the Revolutionary War. And they won. They won. And you know that. And the principle there, the lesson there is something that you already know. Become better. Learn better. Be of more use to your country, to your community. 
I was at the gym a while back. This is my favorite gym. Ugh, I wish I could be there. Like my new one, not going to lie. Just, it's great, whatever. But I, I had another George Washington moment. And we were doing a bunch of reps on some circuit. I don't even remember what we were doing. I hit my failure point because that's the point, I guess. You just keep going until you can't go anymore. And I was really upset with myself. Not like I wasn't storming off, but I was just, ah, I wish I could have done more reps. I, I wish I'd done that. And I, ah, you're such a wimp, Victoria. I said something about it to my compatriots who I thought would understand. And this one guy, he, he was a... He is a bit of a dick. I'm not going to lie. He just berated me for being hard on myself. Well, what do you care? I mean, what are you thinking? And I said, cool, bro. But, you know, whenever I get to failure, you know what I think of? I mean, I wasn't preaching to him like I'm preaching to you now. I, I, I was just saying to him, well, don't you ever think about if somebody needed you or like guys over the cliff and he's depending on you to grab his arm and that if you don't work out, if you don't make yourself ready for the moment, then you will not be able to fulfill that obligation to your human fellow human. Do you ever think about stuff like that? And, you know, like I, of course, I'm very serious minded and I, everything is comes through a political prism. But I mean, he laughed at me like, are you kidding me? We live in this point in time, Southern California, where there are no 35 degree days most times. And you know, we live in paradise. What are you talking about? You know, the government will take care of us. This is, of course, naturally what he meant. And I thought, you know, you're not the guy I'm going to call if I ever need help. Because you have no idea. Because you're a selfish, selfish person who thinks only of himself. I would not call him for a hand. He needs to, he needs to get help from someone else. He needs that government handout. We need more winter soldiers, you know. And I'd like to be a better one for my country and my community. I'd like to work harder. And I'd like to make stuff, grow stuff, provide value in what I write and say to others around me to help them, to lift them up. We need people willing to withstand the elements. And by the elements, I mean fighting against the tyrannies being visited upon us on an everyday basis. Stand strong against the heaping condemnation in the face of doing what's right, standing on principle, using first principles in logically guiding you through life. Humbly seek guidance from those who know better than you do or from the one who knows better, right? It's as simple as it gets. It's so hard to do. But you know how to do it. You just do it. So I wrote this week on the pages of PJ Media, and I thought, why is the left so obsessed with harming children? And this week, the New York Times declared that this whole Balenciaga thing, and the fact that parents are upset about the Balenciaga ads, Balenciaga ads. Uh, by the way, I love Balenciaga perfume. I'm sorry I'm out of it. And uh, I mean, I, you know, uh, it's not like I'd go put it on now, but I mean, you know, there was a time that was my favorite perfume. What can I tell you? I'm not going to lie. So anyway, um, so this latest ad campaign they've got going for Balenciaga, Balenciaga. I want to say it right, Balenciaga. And uh, it, it features the children holding up teddy bears 
and the teddy bears are adorned with, if you will, sadomasochistic um, attire. Okay? So not appropriate for children to be holding and not appropriate for children to be holding in an ad campaign. Clearly, something was wrong. Someone had to prove that. Someone green-lighted that whole plan. Someone said, you know, that ad campaign with the kids, you know, and also uh, the other one that they had concomitantly running, which also features a U.S. Supreme Court decision that talks about uh, kitty porn or whatever euphemism we're using for that, the predation upon our young children by people who are older. I, I think to myself, I think, who, who's, who's thinking that's a good idea? How, how is it that these people think it's appropriate to predate on children? Because I'm just sick and tired of it. I remember I wrote about this in the, this case uh, in this piece that I you know talked about a minute ago, and we'll probably link up. In fact, I hope Kenny link this up in our show notes. And that is a, an in, incident some years ago when I was uh, reading what was then my favorite decoration magazine, the you know, home decor magazine, El Decor. Oh, golly, you know. It was awesome. And um, it used to be awesome. And, and what happened was I was looking through it in my leisure, which was very limited. I have leisure time. And I would give myself moments where I'd just lollygag in bed. I'd have my dogs at my feet. And my husband, when he, he would bring me my magazines, oh, bring me my magazines with pretty pictures. I'd like to look at them because everyone needs something nice and pretty to look at. We should fill our heads with lovely imagery. And what happened? What confronted me in that magazine? I'll tell you what. I described it, and I'll read this to you. The interior, described by Eldecor as equally idiosyncratic and intoxicating, um, was uh, all of those things, but my instincts, I write, were heightened by the painting of a shirtless, underaged boy holding a rooster. Who features the painting of a shirtless boy? Holding a rooster? Is it him when he was young? A turn of the page seemed to confirm my creeping suspicions. Over the bed in the master bedroom of this person's place was a portrait of a, a man and a boy, both shirtless. Of course, the photographs that were featured in the El Decor fashion layout, which was a home fashion layout, uh, was by a guy who was a homoerotic a man-boy-love portraitist, Israeli artist Avi Ness. And I thought, you know, I know I'm supposed to be all open-minded and everything, and that's great. But the thing is, is that it's never okay to predate upon small children. Any children, any person who's below the age of consent, not okay. And I don't care what permutation of sexuality you are. No, it's a, it's a hard pass. Absolutely not. And I'm, I'm just over it. So gay or straight, it's a, 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 woo, abominable to predate on children. Over. The end. That makes you a horrible person who needs help. There is no consent with children. They're not old enough to do it in the eyes of the law, nor in the eyes of man. So any consent is in your sick head. Seek help. So my daughters have sweet little babies now. That makes me a grandma. And my oldest found this cute little kid's song that seeks to lay out, you know, some of the basics of life. 
what it is required of us to be later, you know, well-equipped young adults, well-equipped citizens, well-equipped winter soldiers, if you will. Life skills, 101 for little bur- burritos. I call my kids, you know, because you wrap them up, you know, you swallow them, they look like little burritos. And little monkeys, I call all the kids in my life little monkeys, <laughs> little babies. <laughs> Maybe you do yours too. But So my daughter found this cute little kid song that seeks to lay out what is required of those kids. And it's a sweet song, sort of, you know, Woody Guthrie-esque without the socialism. And we'll play, we'll play a little here, and then if we can, for rights reasons, we'll play the whole thing after my interview with Anatoly Kaluzhny from Ukraine. Now talk about your winter soldiers. They're literally winter soldiers over there. And I don't agree with everything that goes on in the United States com- uh, compliance and conformity with the people calling shots over there. I don't. I don't, but I do admire their grit. Here's that song. It's called, let's see, what is it called? Hope Machine by the Okie Dokie Brothers. Here's a little of it. Every day I jump out of bed, splash water all over my head, brush them up my teeth and make sure my ears are clean. These days you gotta be strong So I do a push-up and sing a song I pick on the guitar and stamp on the tambourine Always good to change my socks Know the tools in my toolbox Learn people good, but learn myself the best Don't get lonesome, stay glad Take a bath and wear some plaid Work when I can work, but don't forget to rest Dream good They say life is hard and they're not wrong So keep that hope machine running strong Pretty cute, right? You'll hear the rest of it later on. Uh, It's just, it's really wonderful. Uh, So please enjoy my discussion with uh, New Life Church pastor Anatoly Kaluzhny in Kiev, Kiev, Ukraine. Whew. Talk about your hope machine needing to run strong. First of all, how are you and your church doing at this time? Oh, it's very unusual. A couple services, it was just, can you imagine? A lot of people, it's about maybe... Five, six hundred people, just couple uh, lights, little bit, and you can find this in my in my Facebook because just you can see my teeth ah. and and my my uh, uh, short and nothing else. And uh, the what we are, it's extremely. But people, what I can tell you, people just understand. Not angry about our government, people angry about Putin and Russia. And people very good at what we are doing. We run services anywhere, and now we want to open 
like area for like light area uh, we um, just clean big area of our office it's for couple hundred people it's we call it small hall it will be we will have generator and uh, people can uh, and warm this area but it will be warm it will be lighting and people can recharge uh, telephones and now next step we also looking for uh, satellite uh, like starlink mm -hmm. for starlink and if people can and also it will be corner for kids like a playground inside of the of this space and people can have a tea or some cookie or some kind of food and it will be 24 hours, 24 hours ministry for any kind of person. We have to advertise around the metro station everywhere. If you need warm area, if you have kids, if you're out of uh, warm space, please come to us and we will provide everything what you need. How hard has it been to get that put together? Uh, it's very hard. Just right now, I send people to Holland for generators because we need we need two strong generators. One generator for for uh, church for all of that area, and another. I have also a refugee center, one hundred fifty kilometers, about hundred miles from Kiev city. It's about two hundred people live there. And all hidden from electricity. And they have family. We have family over there, a refugee family. We have kids, and and we will. We have to buy big, strong generator for them too. Is it hard to do business currently because of the war, of course, but also because there's so much there's so much corruption in Ukraine, as you've alluded to before, and getting things that you need, who are you having to pay off to get just the basics? Uh, for example, if I want to buy generator in key in key in Ukraine. It's not easy to find, but price will, will be twice more expensive than in than in Europe. So they do it legally, but it's but legally now no no uh, no um, charge to get a generator from outside of Ukraine to Ukraine. No charge. Government didn't get any taxes. No taxes. Uh -huh. You can bring for free, but some businessmen, they have transport, they visit Europe, they buy some generator, bring in Ukraine, and if you want to buy in Ukraine, you have to pay double price. Who controls the prices, uh, which is to say, who is it no, that no, says... Nobody, no, nobody, nobody controls, because it's it just... Maybe government can buy for government, for, for government. Like for example, right now, I will bring for New Life Church and for military hospital in Kharkov. Third one. Why? Because I have some people there. We bring medicine over there and recognize they have very terrible situation. 
Like they make a surgery and no light and some problems called and we will have one more for military. But honestly, nobody control this prices. And I think some countries give it directly to government offices. Because you, when you walk through the street, you will be surprised. Each, for example, restaurant, if they have money, you will see little generator, a coffee house, little generator, everywhere, little generator. It's all city full of generators. If you don't have money, if you don't have generator, you will be in big trouble. Well, and now winter's here, and... We have snow. I can send you a picture just from my home. You can see snow. And winter has hit the United States as well, and I cannot imagine having to go through this without a reliable source of electricity or power. Honestly, we will, too, because people are very creative. Uh, I know my friend from the church, they make special like a heater from the wood. Government provide wood for people. If you live in private house and you have fireplace or you can put just a little bit from metal, some kind of heaters and use wood, you can, you can use wood, no problem. Uh, and everyone, and I know many family, for example, they have live in apartment. It's very cold in block of flats. Mm-hmm. They move out of Kiev city. They live in private house, and they use this wood system to to heat house and two three family together. Anatoly, you are probably the center of source of information, I suppose, for the hundreds and hundreds of people around you, maybe even more than that. How are you getting your information? For example, uh, Putin says he's going to uh, conduct an offensive during the winter, the winter war. Uh, How much trust do you put in those reports and what are you hearing? Yeah, I can tell you. I I get information from different. Uh, uh, I spend maybe three four hours per day just to uh, to listen different kind um, uh, uh, um, in different kind group of uh, who give me information. For example, it's YouTube. It's it, for example, I know some uh, very honest Russian people who can I can find true information from Russia. It's important for me to understand what's going on. Maybe I have three, four, five very, very good, or I can trust them. Sometimes I watch also in Russia propaganda channel. Why? Because I need to know what propaganda, Russian propaganda says for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I, I, I have a lot of, lot of experts in Ukraine, independent. I, I have an official channel, it's government channel, plus I have a lot of Ukrainian experts, military experts, economy experts, and the volunteers, very honest, very good, a lot of volunteers. I know names, I know exactly uh, bloggers who I follow, yeah. Plus, 
I we have now like a BBC in Ukraine language. Oh, really? Or yeah, very nice. It's independent press, and we have, by the way, we have a lot of lot of journalists over here, journalists from uh, different all around the world. Do you worry? Do you worry that all of those money? Well, I mean, I want to go back to the uh, reporters yeah. and getting good information. Yeah. But in the United yeah. States, we surely see so much what appears to be disinformation, not just on the part of Russia, but Ukraine as well. How do you contend with that? And this information may be just one. Uh, I cannot see very a lot of uh, disinformation from the Ukrainian side, but what I can see, for example, our president says it's not our record to get to the Poland. Why? Because he was out of information that time. And later, when they recognized it was Ukrainian record, they tried to shoot Russian record, but it, they missed and and he says, yes, I was wrong. He says, honestly, I was wrong. But what they do, they try to not um, tell everything. With, uh, For example, today we have very difficult situation in front line in Bakhmut area, if you know Bakhmut area. Mm. Uh, and they try to say our government channel, try to be very accurate not to bring panic. But I know because I have my members of my church, he is fighting over there. Right. And yesterday I talked to him and he says to me, "It's very, please pray, it's a very, very, very difficult situation. And today I recognize they step back for a couple of kilometers, maybe for a mile from that area because it was a, very heavy fight over there. But they try to, government try to be, Ukrainian government try to be very accurate, not to say everything. Why? They doesn't want to, people, no light, uh, no heat. It's some kind of difficult situation. If you will give a lot of negative information, people will start to nervous. And people live bit you know, tight and feel like uh, maybe it's not, it's too much for people. It's too much for people what they have now. Uh, to give them more negative information, it's very too much for them. It's my opinion. Wow. But I mean, there, I cannot tell you, they honestly lie or manipulate. I can tell you more. I know many, many uh, a number of money come from west to Ukraine, but you need to understand, huge country, lot of uh, uh, like um, people need pension. Uh, people cannot cover electricity. Economy does not work. Just to keep economy of this, uh, just to economy of this country, just to keep uh, level like our. Um, currency not just broken down, it's still okay. Must be money. We still have food in the Ukrainian market. Hmm. It's yeah, it's it's a miracle because right I know in America many, many people says 
it's it just uh, you we give money for Ukraine. It's corruption, corruption, You're corruption. Right, sure. By my opinion, I can see a lot of corruption in America. Oh yeah, I can see a lot of corruption in Europe. Ukraine, nothing special. Not not much more corruption. Now for for us to win the war. Why? Because we don't have choice. It, it includes president of Ukraine and include me as a pastor or include just regular person in Ukraine. If we will not win in this war, we will be slaves or Russian will kill all of us because we are patriotic. And for us, what kind of corruption you can talk about? We need to, every day, we need thousands and thousands tons of gas just for, for Ukrainian army. We need, we need a, a lot of, um, all this communication. Can you imagine, for example, I came to, from U.S. I was in U.S. I bring 15 bags of paramedic, 15 huge bags. It was more than 20 paramedic bags. Each of them, it's about $500 each. I give for most, for military base, for more, who has a most difficult situation. Not me personally, but my team. Okay. And I trust them. They will not sell somewhere. I bring also two drones. Oh. And we just sit and we talk with different people. We know situation. I have 45 members of my church who in the army. I know exactly situation in each piece of, of Ukraine front line. And we decide who really need and how we can help and we help exactly where it's greatest need. And I can tell you Honestly, let me be very honest with you. When I was in America, when I look all of this election, I recognize one very bad picture. I have to tell you, we have war in Ukraine. Also, we, you have war in America because Russia fighting is in America. And this group of people from Republican who support Trump, I don't know where you are. Maybe you support Trump. Maybe you, you let make America great again, uh, make America great again. Maybe you belong to this group. But the problem is Russian propaganda, Russian, uh, Russia spent a lot of money to have influence to keep people in America and they spread this information, corruption, 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 corruption. Mm -hmm. I was shocked because most of my friends Republican, my heart more close for Republican, but I can understand uh, Trump, wrong guy. He he afraid Putin or his Putin has some special information about Trump or he has some kind of business with Putin. In my opinion, uh, it's not by accident Trump not open all of his his uh, 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 taxes and all of his money, how they move and all of that. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I 
it's very clear for me, most of my friends trust Trump. Trump and his team, now maybe uh, one-fourth of Republicans, uh, they under Russian propaganda. And include some Slavic people, they trust Trump. But by my opinion, Republicans must find new generation of leader, honest Christian. By my opinion, Trump used Christian value and he has his own purpose. It's, I'm sorry, but it's my opinion from Ukrainian side. You see, I can tell you what about angel oh well yeah biden biden's son got that great gig over yeah, it biden's, uh, biden's son or biden afraid putin also why because he is afraid uh, uh nuclear uh, war uh, third world war i understand that because of this he is very careful very accurate we pay big price we uh, every day a thousand Ukraine people died and wounded here in the front line. Biden think, oh, maybe we will not give them for such kind of weapons. Maybe we will give uh, uh, in springtime or maybe never we will give. Mm-hmm. Like Patriot, we need Patriot. Why? We can stop Russian rocket immediately if we will shoot them uh, when, the, when they send it. We need to better, but they are not allowed. The news on the day that we are recording this is that the NATO allies have said that they want Ukraine to come into the NATO alliance, which would obligate all of those NATO countries to conduct this war against Russia. Um, would there be, in your opinion, any difference between what is happening now by all of these countries helping the Ukrainians um, and being a part of NATO? It seems like they're basically doing a proxy war. Honestly, it was great chance to stop, uh, not allow to war happen in Ukraine because America knows about uh, Russian preparation for war. NATO knows about Russian preparation for war. If like months before that, America immediately sent American troops to Ukraine and makes agreement like America has with Israel, if anyone will touch Ukraine, will have problem with America. And that's all. And we will be out of all of that terrible but they try to be very careful, okay, we will see, or like, you know, uh, now information from uh, Boris Johnson, like uh, Germany says, okay, if you ready if Russia will take Ukraine back, or Macron, he plays, still play a very strange game, but the <laughs> Western world was not ready. Mm. Now, when Western world understand Ukraine is strong, Ukraine by your weapons, Western weapons, stop Russian army and almost have a victory because we push them back. Mm-hmm. Now everyone want to have Ukraine because 
We have very special people who are ready to fight for freedom, for independence. And, and yeah, we are fighting not just for Ukraine. We are fighting for Poland, for Estonia, for Latvia, for Lithuania, for, for, for all democracy world. Mm-hmm. We are, and all world must understand that very well. Well, it seems like it's the world against Russia right now, or at least the Western world against Russia. And here you are in the middle of it. How heavy is the fighting where you are at this moment? Is it pretty well clear from your area, correct? Um, yeah, honestly, uh, it's uh, well, in, because it's war line. It's south from Kiev. In Kiev, we have snow south of Kiev. It's like a mess between winter and uh, it's like a duty autumn. Lot of, lot of wet. And honestly, it's very difficult for vehicle to move mm. and very difficult to, to be active. And uh, when it will be freezing, it will be much more easy for Ukraine army. And we, we're ready for but it's time when not much activity, but just in one area, I told you about this Bakhmut. Mm-hmm. Bakhmut now is very serious. It's very close to Donetsk, Donetsk, uh, and east part of of the you know, front line. It's very difficult over there. From Russian side, it's private army, and most of people there, it's criminal people. Oh. And they are not count how many they lost every day. Honestly, it's about. 500 every day they lost, 500 people just killed. Plus, if we calculate, if, for example, killed 500, it's mean 1,500, it's wounded. Okay. It's one to three. And wow. uh, it's well, what it's mean. It's mean right now it's some transition between between like uh, good weather and winter weather. It's one of the most difficult because it's a lot of wet and uh, duty and uh, vehicle cannot work very well. And because of that, it's better just to wait when it's everything will be freezing. Mm-hmm. Ukraine army prepare for winter. We get nice from from um, great britain with nice uh, winter uh, uniform yeah everything and, and volunteers help a lot with different kinds for example today we get some help from sweden humanitarian help it's lot of lot of uh, socks we will send socks a lot of socks warm socks you talk about christmas i think just when you have a warm clothes, it's great. Mm-hmm. Today is best gift what you can give for Ukraine army: warm socks or warm gloves or or something like that. Yeah. Now, uh, how is the U.S. help being used? I mean, we're sending billions of dollars into Ukraine, and we don't know where that money's going. Do you have any idea? You. It's very easy. Just you need to understand. We, every day, 
we spend more uh, 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 how do you call it not yet more uh, military um, um, oh, how this word um, um, tools to like a bullet not not just ammunition bullet, bullet for, yeah ammunition then America can produce one day America must produce one month mm-hmm. all to totally when we start to calculate how many uh, this artillery use this big shooting system all total for one day of fighting we spend more than America can produce during the month right yeah, well, our 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 own munitions have been depleted. So if Russia wanted yeah. to, you know, maybe declare war or China declare war in the United States, I'm not sure we could actually. Yeah, we, the, you, defend you ourselves have enough because because you have like a very special reservation just for such kind of reason. Mm-hmm. I know that, but the problem uh, is war. It's ne- it's like a. Vietnam War, it was a small war. Or if you talk about another war, like in Yugoslavia, Ukraine, you need to understand, it's a huge country. Yes, absolutely. It's largest country. We have front line, uh, about more than 1,000 miles front line. And everywhere, it's just shooting, 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 shooting. And also, Ukraine must pay for soldiers who fighting for family who out who lost um, uh, husband or, or father or on the in, on the war and we have a lot of expenses mm-hmm. ukraine just to run country to go in it's it's not easy because we don't have like our budget now we cannot fill our budget by Ukrainian business because you business in Ukraine completely destroy. But country is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to keep this this uh, budget of, of the country, we, we need just one example. We need just to keep budget of Ukraine, uh, Ukraine budget. We need five billion dollars just per month. Yeah. It's wow. very honest, open, and World mm-hmm. Bank just check all of that. I don't it's know that it's able. Problem. We don't have people mm-hmm. checking it, I don't think. Because no, my no, no. We, have, we have people who check. World Bank has representative team here in Ukraine, and they check everything. Mm-hmm. American military people send in to Ukraine a group of experts and they check every each each uh, uh, weapons what we get from west they check where it is how it's work uh, what's wrong now we have a lot of problem with uh, western weapons broken and broken and broken because it's very heavy very heavy fight mm-hmm. and in I can see trailers with a lot of broken Western 
uh, weapons turn back to Poland. Why? Because in Poland, it will be changed. You fix it. You cannot imagine. It's huge, mm. big war were involved from both sides about million people. From one from Ukraine side, it's about million people fighting. Wow. Yeah. It's not just game or just little conflict. Mm. Yeah, and and country is big, and we still have a lot of lot of a lot of like refugee. Somebody has to pay for place where they have to stay. Somebody uh, have to not volunteers. We help a lot, but not volunteers. Volunteers cannot cover all need what Ukraine has right now, and it's exactly what Putin wants. Put, like, do you remember, like devil? Devil talked to Adam and Eve. Devil says, uh, "Is it true what God says to you?" Put doubts. Wait a minute. Check. Maybe we give for Ukraine too much. Mm -hmm. Stop. Stop thinking. We need time. We need. We need just to maybe something wrong over here and just to put down. It's exactly what Putin want to do. It's exactly how his propaganda worked in America. And I, I, I travel around America. I recognize it's very clear. People out of information, and somebody put this doubt in their heart. Mm -hmm. You have to focus what Ukrainians do. We fight for you, and you you are not lost your people. We lost our people, sure. but we fighting for democracy. Well, we and we, we pay biggest, much more price we pay than America pay or Europe pay. Sure. Of course. We lost life of best people in Ukraine. Yes. Uh, we just don't believe our government when they say that this is going to a worthy cause uh, because there's been so much corruption <laughs> in the United States <laughs> on the part of the president in Ukraine. So we don't necessarily I can tell you. Uh, right. I, um, Ukraine president is not my favorite guy. I didn't elect him. I I have opposite uh, my my favorite it's for example it's Poroshenko but I can tell you honestly at the beginning he made some mistake because he trust Putin more and now he cannot trust him because he know now who is Putin but now uh, I am who are not fan of Zelensky I can tell you mm -hmm. He make a great job. And Biden? Uh, what about Biden? Biden can do much more. He can do much more. I don't know why he afraid. He very careful. He want to cook this for on the small fire. But he, he can finish this war very quick. But he is afraid. How come he, he must to be much more courage? Well, we we're just wondering because, uh, of course, he's gotten so many favors from Ukraine and personally enriched himself as a result. And so people no, honestly, do... honestly, uh, you need to understand his all of that story with his son. Yes, he was a 
Yeah, it, 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 all of that, it's politics. Oh, yeah. From both sides. It's from both sides. Republican used his son and all of that story around. His son, we know exactly how much he got money, and he got money officially. Yes. And everyone knows how much he got. But from another side, how much money get Trump from Putin? I don't know. And what kind of game he play? Mm-hmm. No, because it's not clear. It will be open, but not now. Now it's not open. Because of that, it's like, yeah, it's look like, like uh, corruption everywhere. But now in Ukraine, we are fighting for for living yes everyone 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 who like money who want to be involved in corruption already left ukraine and live in italy or germany or somewhere else but not stay here without light without heating without all of that Mm -hmm. tell me about your thanksgiving message you sent one to me during Thanksgiving, and how do you keep up your hope, Anatoly? I talk to you every single time. Yeah, when last I, uh, last uh, Sunday, I talked about that. It was all message I talked about. That. It was very special, very special message. I, I told, yeah, I told Americans uh, uh, had a celebrate uh, Thanksgiving, but maybe you can say, yeah, America can uh, give sense for God because America, very stable economy, everything is great, everything is good. But we are in Ukraine, no light, no heat, no no economy, no job, a lot of problems, war. How we can sense God? And I can I give uh, many points why it's important to give sense for God, and I show for people many pictures how it's important to see to have this heart of full of sense like for, for God it's it's my hard for me to translate everything what I say it was like 45 minutes message sure yeah and uh, and uh, and it's important just for people it depends how you look maybe you can live in America and your heart will be full of um, of uh, of negative emotion and you can live in ukraine and you can see god's miracle you can see god's hand you can see god's uh, god's help everywhere and your heart will be full of joy and peace and exactly what i try to help people to be focused for for right right thing because during the last year i saw a lot of miracle in from God in Ukraine, how God helped Ukraine to stop Putin just in in next from uh, just close to Kiev or Kharkov region or Kherson region or Lugansk region. I can see it miracle, miracle, miracle. We pray for our troops from New Life and um, nobody killed. It's great miracle. They on the first line. And God protect them. And just, I told about Ukraine. Do you remember a story with Ali, Ilya, Ilya, 
Илия Байбл, Байбл Профет, Илия. Али Илия. When he had a terrible situation, this some kind of bird bring piece of meat for him every day. You remember that story from Bible? Oh, oh no, I don't. And, I'm sorry. Oh, you need to know this story. It's an excellent story about this prophet. Every day, God sends this bird, and bird bring every day piece of meat for him. I told him that I told to my people, do you know, Ukraine by Putin plan must to be already died without food, without anything. And we must be finished. But God sent everything what Ukraine need. Mm. The same like he sent for prophet in Elijah, Elijah, how, how it's in English? Oh, Elijah, oh, sorry, yes. Okay. Elijah, Elijah, yeah. Elijah. How God sent it to him exactly the same way God now sent to Ukraine this piece of, piece of food, yeah. piece of weapons, piece of oil, everything what we need. Just help us to be alive, to be alive. It's a miracle. We're yeah. still alive. We still have piece of bread and sometimes butter, sometimes meat. It's, it's amazing. I can see God's hand and I'm happy. And because of this, I encourage people uh, why it's important to be thankful. And another, how, how we can uh, be thankful. Just worship, it's important. Yeah, when we worship, it's important. We need to... It's very difficult to be joy to have joy in 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 the spirit. Very difficult. But uh, I help people to. You need to be joyful. We why we have reason to be joyful. Number two, if you want to be sent, just help for your neighbor. Help for you can see. Maybe you can give a pair of shoes or uh, or. Uh, uh, some kind of warm clothes or something, just mm. help. Mm -hmm. Or you can do much more. You can you can just pray for Ukraine, for army. You used to pray 15 minutes, pray 30 minutes. And you can do much more. And yes. It was very interesting when at the beginning I read this chapter 6 when Eliza says, in the year of... King Osea, when King Osea was died, I and I start from here and I told uh, this year, I would like this year to be a year of death of Putin. Like <laughs> when Eliza li lived, it was a very difficult time. It was Babylon, uh, army from Babylon tried to get Israel and mm -hmm. Israel was split and it was very yeah. difficult historical situation and because of that we, I just told we have also very difficult historical situation yeah. and, yes. and maybe this year will be year of uh, Putin death I hope <laughs> the most important maybe yeah, the, ra I, the, I hope. the ravens will not bring Putin any any meat maybe <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I just. I told if I'm prophet, I can tell 
God, I would like you. Why? Because this guy bring a lot of problems for all around the world. Well, that's for sure. You can take him if you can take him. Seventy years he lived. Just he celebrated months ago. Seventy years. Seventy years is enough for him. It's finished. And and let's stop it. And I and and I told what's happened with Eliza later. When he, he says in this year, when it was one of the most difficult time, and my kin Waltz died, and I and all my people get to the to, to slaves, he says I saw God. He says like you can read chapter six. It's exactly what's important for us Ukrainians to see God in such a difficult situation. Why it's important when you will see God, you will have peace, you will have power, and you will see future what he did see saw. He in the chapter nine he saw baby who was born like a Christmas, Jesus was born. He saw how Jewish turned back from around the world to Israel. He saw a lot of, lot of, lot of. We need, if you want to understand history, you need to see God. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. Maybe people around you died. Maybe you have war around you, rackets and all of that. But most important, if you can, and when, angel touch him he says uh, one when god says who i have to send he says send me i am ready mm-hmm. it's exactly what we need in ukraine we have a great needs and god look for refugee god look for baby god look for all people all of this situation and god asks who will be sending he says, send me, and God touch his body and says, you can go. It's important if God will touch everyone. If God will not touch me, I will not be ready to go and minister, go and help, go and serve. Mm-hmm. If God touch me, I'm sorry, but I'm not preparing my message in English. I just... Oh, no, this like, is great. No, you're saying the right things. To, I mean... Try to interpret send me. What, what, what I, what I, and send me. And just when God touch, after that, you can go and minister. It's very important. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I just encourage people to be more close to God, to just ask him, God, touch my heart, mm-hmm. touch my eye, touch me, change me. And when will God will touch you? You will be not sitting in your shelter. You will go and do something because God needs you in this very difficult situation now. And that's what it's like living in Kiev right now. (laughs) And who's the person who's holding things together with bailing wire and uh, duct tape and generators and all kinds of things. It's the local church. That's what's happening. And notwithstanding the fact that they've got a war raging around them, for the most part, what's happening now 
in Kiev is that somebody's got to hold it together. And you do need people of principle to do that. And first principles apply. And the first thing you need to do is keep your people as safe as possible. And clearly that has not happened with the government of either Russia or Ukraine. But indeed, somebody's got to do it at a local level. First thing to do is try to keep people safe. How do you do that? You give them shelter, you give them warmth, you give them some sort of energy and you feed and clothe and give them water. And that's what Anatoly's doing. Thank you so much for coming on the Adult in the Room podcast and our best to you. Yeah, so that's what's going on in Ukraine. And I'm not sure we should be, you know, pouring billions into it. And I'm not sure that Ukraine should be a member of NATO because that's what caused this whole thing to begin with, apparently, if we are to take Vladimir Putin at his word, whatever. A lot of disinformation, misinformation going on there. You want to see some of that? Watch. Watch either side of the the coverage of this. Thanks for tuning into the Adult in the Room podcast. Please subscribe because when you do, it makes it easier for those big, tech big shots to find us. Until next time, keep your hope machine running strong. Jump out of bed, splash water all over my head, brush them up my teeth, and make sure my ears are clean. These days you gotta be strong, so I do a push-up and sing a song. I pick on the guitar and stamp on the tambourine. Always good to change my socks, know the tools in my toolbox, learn people good, but learn myself the best. Don't get lonesome, stay glad. Take a bath, wear some plaid Work when I can work But don't forget to rest Dream good all night long Rise up and sing your song They say life is hard and they're not wrong So keep that hope machine running strong Adiole Plan what you can plan, dance when you can, can laugh at yourself and make up your own jokes. A little bit of fun, a little bit of growth, hopefully a little bit of both. Love your ma, love your pa, and love all kinds of folks. Talk quiet and listen loud, teach humble and learn proud. Scuffle with the struggle and wrestle with the pain. Open homes, open blinds, open hearts, open minds. Let in the sunshine, let in the rain. Dream good all night long Rise up and sing your song They say life is hard and they're not wrong So keep that hope machine running strong Gotta keep that hope machine running strong I feel late
for listening to this episode of the Adult in the Room podcast. To keep the programs you like to listen to, please rate this podcast with a fantastic five stars on your Apple Podcast app every time you listen. And give me a great review. Plus, of course, subscribe to the podcast. It makes a difference with the big tech algorithm and the big tech oligarchs. And it makes us easier to find. Please get in touch with me on all the big tech stuff. Yeah, we're still there. Using the names Victoria Taft or the Adult in the Room podcast on MeWe, Parlor, Minds, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks to 1A Cast for imaging, editing, and production. The fantastic song is Gospel by the March 4th Band of Portland, Oregon. Music for Antifa versus Mike Strickland is Ride or Die by Raps by RC. The Adult in the Room podcast is also a production of Flamingo Road Studios. Remember, head up, heart out, and strive to be the adult in the room. Till next time, mischief managed.